Welcome. This is Hiking with Anderson. I realize I haven't done a Hiking with Anderson for a while. The last year and a half or so, I've been doing weekly devotions. You can find those posted on my anchor channel, Dr. Owen Anderson, under season three. And I thought I'd combine them. Just get back outside, do a little hike, a little jog, and talk about Joel chapter three, verse four. This verse stood out to me because in the ESV, the way they translate is very interesting. God's asking Tyre and Sidon and the surrounding regions, are you paying me back? And that got to me because I've heard people say something like this before. I hate the idea of God. Now they'll say, I don't believe God exists, but that if God did exist, they'd hate him or they hate the very idea of God. They can't stand that idea. And that phrasing, said the same thing to me. Are you paying me back? There's a kind of rebellion like that. Now, it's not based on knowing God. It's based on not knowing God. Because someone might say, see, they're, they're not in unbelief. They know God. They believe God is, exists and they hate him. Well, it's, it's a partial at best knowledge. They know some things and they misunderstand way more. And that misunderstanding leads them to say, I hate God. Or, or in this case, I'm paying you back. It reminded me of the parable of the talents. And remember that last one who, who buries the talent and brings it out. And when the owner asks for it, he says, I knew you to be someone who makes money where you didn't sow. You're a hard person, a hard man. And the response is, oh, you knew that about me, did you? Well, then you should have at least gotten interest. I think in the past I'd read that as the owners, the master agreeing, yes, I am like that and you should have got interest. But instead it's, it's a reductio or a deconstruction of that unbelief. If you believe this about me, then you should have behaved this way. You're not even consistent with your own beliefs. So you should have gotten interest, but it doesn't follow that God is like that. And so, because the person's fundamentally misunderstanding who God is in that case. And so Tyre and Sidon, this is a port city, a shipping city on the Mediterranean, very, very wealthy. You'll see them mentioned in other, other prophets and their wealth is what's emphasized. And the same thing here, what God says is, you're paying me back, Joel 3, 4, verse 4, you're paying me back. Well, you've taken gold and silver and used them for your temples. And so imagine what that means. God, who created these things, that's God's gold and silver, just like that, just like the talents fellow. That's God's, he, he's using the talent he was given and then not doing anything with it, burying and not even getting interest. God made those things and you're using them to worship not God, non-God, idols, something besides God. And that's a, a contradiction. If you're, if you're saying, I'm, I'm getting God back, I'm paying God back. Uh, and you're paying God back by making temples to other gods, that's weird. Or you're paying God back in some rebellious sense of ignoring God. Either way, you're, you're, you have this belief of God that you're contradicting. You think God is like this, and then you're behaving like this? You should have behaved this other way. If you believe God created all things, why are you building temples made by human hands to worship God? You should recognize God doesn't need any temples to live in. Speaking of uh, referencing here Paul in Athens in Acts 17. You should have known God didn't need temples to live in. Uh, God does not need anything from humans. God is self-existent from the beginning, uh, created or, or uncreated. He's a creator of all else. So Tyre and Sidon are in rebellion. They rely on their wealth 
and they ignore God the Creator. And, and in, in one way, we live in a very wealthy age ourselves. And so it allows for the kind of response I was speaking of, I hate God, coming out of people's mouths, who are nevertheless living in the lap of luxury. And yet they're in this rebellion. They can, it can get worse. You can be under the curse even more, but even if you're not, you're still facing your own death. Death will come for even the rich. They can't save their own souls. And they're hating the very one who created them. That's a strange kind of rebellion. That's the uh, darkness of the mind of a person in rebellion against God the Creator. And it's interesting that it happens to the most wealthy. Let me make one more contrast here with Job. It came, it came to me that Job is at his lowest point when he says that, now I see you. It's when he's poor, with no health, no kids, no friends, no prestige, humbled, low, arguably as low as you can get. And then he says, now I see you after God's questions. Not when he was rich. And that's consistent with the saying that it's more difficult to go through the eye of a needle, or for the camel to go through the eye of a needle than for the rich to enter into heaven. It's consistent with Tyre and Sidon's pride and lack of ability to repent, and they're putting themselves in antagonism to God. And it's consistent with those who say, even though they've been given great blessings, I hate the idea of God, or I hate God. It almost always comes back to the problem of evil. Someone who's a brilliant physicist, but suffering uh, in their health, say, yeah, I hate God, because they don't understand the purpose of suffering. They don't understand their own sin and their own need for redemption and what God did to redeem them. And so the heart in sin, rather than seeing the curse as a call to repent, doesn't see their own sin and then sees the curse as something to be angry at God about. And then you get the religions of the world, the various pagan systems having developed ways around death rather than just repenting of unbelief. So Joel chapter 3 verse 4 led me along these thoughts. This is a little different than just a devotional on those topic on a, a verse because here this led me to a number of other thoughts. But that's kind of what happens when you hike. Your mind is going through connections uh, it's not scattered per se, because it's not random, but you're going through connections and seeing different things in Scripture. And that's part of the joy and richness of Scripture is how many connections we can make. So I'm glad you could join me once again for a hike with Anderson as we think about Joel chapter 3 verse 4.